Hello, member. Thank you once again for your contribution in making this podcast a better podcast. Um, we have as your reward week four story number three. Go, Patty. So, <laughs> so we're going to stay in North Carolina because I have found there's so many cool stories in North Carolina. It's They're coming out of this book here, which is Haunted North Carolina. And the story I want to talk about now is um, the story about Camp Lejeune. It is a training camp for the Marines. And there are just dozens of stories, as you can well imagine, accidents happen and what have you there. But this story is going to date back to 1977. There was a um, platoon of men who ended up in a swampy area that was not um, known to the commanders. And these men were, um, some of them died out there in the wilderness. Um because of they were not prepared for what was about to occur. They were being a night forced night march and, you know, nobody knew what had happened out there. This was a different area than they had usually been going through and they were training. I mean, they were going to be ended up maybe going into a, in a war and they needed to know how to travel through all this. And unfortunately, um, they ended up in a place where some of them couldn't get out and died. So um, fast forward to today modern time, um, there have been multiple units of, of men who have been out in that area and have seen what looks like a simulated battle. Um, they see, you know, gren uh, hear grenades, they, they hear gunfire, they see people moving around in the woods. Um, during some of the practice sessions, they've actually had like radioed in and said, hey, there's not supposed to be anybody out here. What's going on? Are these guys... You know, it's supposed to be friendly fire. What's what's going on here? That kind of thing. And there should not be anybody there. But it's always in that swampy area. And interestingly enough, those who have seen some of the soldiers that should not be there, see them um, with the older uniforms on that they were wearing in the early and mid-70s, not the uniforms of today. And that's disconcerting. They've chased them into the woods, followed them, and then they just disappear. Hmm. So do you think that's a, a trace memory itself? Or No, these men do different things. They they don't move in the same patterns. I think they're they're out there fighting this battle that they thought they were fighting when they died. Yeah, but how does that work when each spirit has their own perception? Is there a I way that they can share one perception? It's like I sharing a dream almost. Because, like, if you go to Gettysburg, there's stories of entire units marching across battlefields, and then they just disappear. Uh -huh. So it seems like um, – now, those are maybe, I would say, make more sense as a trace memory because they do the same thing all the time. But these men scatter. They they go out and they run, and if somebody follows them, they run in a different direction. I think they think they're really in that moment still. But it seems to be in unison, right? Like, they're not – uh, yeah, they're still fighting the war. They're games not going, going willy on. willy nilly like they're each fighting their own battle and they're just running all around. <laughs> well, no, I think they are kind of in a way because from what I understand, it's they were in the middle of war games when they stumbled into the swamp area and, and the quicksand and what have you, and some of them got killed. Right. Um. So like they're responding if somebody shoots at them or somebody comes in their direction, they run whichever mm -hmm. way they need to run to get away, and then they get followed, and then either they disappear or they turn around and they face them, and then they just disappear. Hmm. Interesting. So I found it a really interesting haunting because it's not the common, um, 
it's not your common haunting of either it being a trace memory or it being, you know, something completely different. These men seem to be intelligent. They seem to still be fighting a battle to the best of their ability. Mm-hmm. Like they were that night in the maneuvers whenever they stumbled into the wrong spot. Yeah, that just opens up a whole nother can of worms in my head. Sorry about that. <laughs> about, because I'm just like, do they have shared perceptions? Now I'm confused. Um, maybe we'll have to tackle that in a different episode, <laughs> like an actual episode. We might. Um, but I just thought it was an interesting and unusual story. I and mean, nobody talks about military bases being haunted. But, you know, they are, there's a lot of tragedy that happens at military bases. And so there are a lot of stories from bases all over the world. But this one, my son was there and um, my middle boy. So... Um, and he told me some other stories he had heard, but this one just sort of stuck out because they knew exactly who the unit was. They, they recognized, you know, these men, there's no question this actually happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, did he see anything himself? No, that wasn't. Um, but he said that there were like, you would hear the water going on in the dorms Mm -hmm. and the commodes flush and you would walk over to the room and there'd be nobody in there. Like not, but nobody could have gone past you because you were right across the hall, but you'd hear multiple people walking you'd hear the water going on in different faucets one by one. And then, um, you would go over to see what's going on and why are they doing that? And there's nobody in the room Hmm. and you know, but still things are moving and happening without there being any physical person that you can see. Hmm. Interesting. That makes me, <laughs> it's like, why do they do that? You know, I, I know they have a thing for water and whatever, but are they just that bored? Cause it doesn't seem know. like they're trying to get anyone's attention. They're just doing it to do it. I, I think it might just be a byproduct of the, of the, um, you know, the, the, the pressure of their, their energy. Yeah. And it, it moves cabinet doors. It does this, it does that. And whether they're trying to get it or not, others, they seem to be going through some routine of some sort. And that was part of their routine. Hmm. It makes me wonder if they have some sort of a pull to objects or something that when, even when they walk by something happens. That might be, I mean, and we don't know for sure, but we know that water magnifies energy. So maybe. Mm-hmm. Sounds like episodes. These are uh, these are good breeding grounds for episodes. You know, some of our members ha- and our patrons and what have you have been pointing out to me, like when we'll, I write an article or something, they're like, you know, you could do a whole episode on that. It's kind of funny. So I'm, I'm taking notes, guys, taking lots of notes. And wait till you see some of the stuff that I have pulled up for everybody. Um, our patrons will see them first. But I found some amazing um, stories, new stories about haunted mirrors, cursed mirrors, possessed things of that nature, including one in Gettysburg that I just have to share with everybody later. Sounds good to me. All right. Look for that, patron. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Bye.